Here on ETX Life Podcast, we invite you to take a peek behind the pine curtain with us as we work to create a culture of supporting women in the East Texas area. Journey with us as we share experiences, create connections, and offer insights on life and business. It's It's all good in in the piney woods. Welcome back to another episode of ETX Podcast. I'm Sierra, and I'm here with my co-host, Holly. Hello, Holly. Hey, Sierra. Nice to see you face-to-face for a change. I know, finally. I know it's just been a little hard with different things going on to get into the same studio space, but yes. It's much nicer to to look at you than have to talk over the phone and try to figure out how all that works, too, so (laughs) that's great. So today we're going to talk about um, a very big upcoming holiday. Mother's Day is right around the corner. Yes. Yeah. So it's another holiday. I think we've recovered from Easter. We're getting rid of our sugar highs (laughs) from all of the chocolate eggs, right? So we want to talk a little bit about Mother's Day today. And one of the things we want to talk about is um, kind of the interesting history behind Mother's Day. It's nothing like what I thought. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of holidays are like that. You know, when we started digging deeper into Valentine's Day, it's right a little bit more of a gruesome story than what we originally thought. thought. Yeah, we have some fast facts. I always love my fast facts. Those are kind of fun. (laughs) Um, But to start off with, you know, we just wanted to acknowledge that not everybody has to have physically given birth to a child to celebrate Mother's Day or be appreciated on Mother's Day. I know that I always um, reach out to my aunt who is child free, but she's like a mother in our family to all of her nieces and nephews. So I always want her to feel special. Yeah, we we have some aunts like that, too, that, you know, just been in our life and been very special that we like to appreciate on Mother's Day. And then, of course, you have like adoptive families or Pet moms. Pet moms, yeah. <laughs> My bestie's an awesome dog mom. And then stepmoms get a big shout out. Um, I'm I'm a pretty lucky stepmom. I have an awesome daughter that I get to call, you know, my stepdaughter. And uh, it can be a little tricky navigating all those things. No so kidding, yeah. I think everybody gets should get a little bit of credit around Mother's Day. So <laughs> a little bit of grace. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Credit, for sure. Yeah. So um, and to anybody out there that's struggling, trying to get pregnant and become a mom, yeah. we feel you. We've been there. You know, I think that it's important to acknowledge that, too, because th- sometimes those holidays can be depressing yeah if you're single on valentine's day or you know if your partner passed away something sad like that same thing with mother's day maybe you lost your mom this year you know that Mm -hmm. can be really tough so we just want to give you a big podcast hug yes (laughs) a big etx podcast hug. exactly from us us. so (laughs) so like you were saying um we were talking about holidays and the history of holidays and those greeks and romans they sure (laughs) they're the ones that started all the holidays (laughs) they sure did so (laughs) celebrations of mothers and motherhood can be traced back um to them definitely but the big mother's day as we know it has a very interesting history so In the years before the Civil War, there's a woman named Anne Reeves Jarvis of West Virginia, and she actually started a Mother's Day work club to help teach local women how to properly care for their children, (laughs) which is kind of funny, but, you know, I'm sure people were spaced very 
far apart. It was a lot of agriculture. So you didn't have an opportunity to come together very often and learn from other moms. And it's so important, right, that, you know, um, back in biblical times and like, and sooner than that, women would all be in the same room and teach each other how to breastfeed, you know, and it's just so important for other mothers to learn like what's working or what's What's, not at a a very healthy space, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, motherhood's very isolating. I don't know how you felt, Holly, but you know, after we had our daughter, it's like, you're not running around and seeing a bunch of people and you're kind of stuck at home, you know, Mm -hmm. alone typically. And um, it can be kind of an isolating situation if you don't have family close by. And now with everybody traveling and, um, you know, moving away for work and different jobs and school, it's not uncommon to not be close to your family when you have a baby. I know. I know. It needs to be more common practice that we lean on each other, mothers. Absolutely. (laughs) And not not be uh, super judgy, of course. So (laughs) thanks, social media. (laughs) Yeah, right. Thanks for that. And it's funny you say that. I will never forget having Aria and being home and, you know, first first baby and reading a blog because, again, you're isolated. So you're like, oh, I'm going to read blogs. You know, what are other moms doing? And you'd see these pictures of these perfectly clean houses, and she's got six perfect children. And <laughs> I'm like, I haven't even brushed my teeth, and it's 4 p.m. I'm such a loser. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm glad that's not really how it works, but you have to separate yourself. Yeah, that's not real life. That. Yeah, so, you do, especially I feel like – when you first have a baby, you are filled with all of these hormones and emotions, mm-hmm. and it's harder, it's easier to let things get creep to you. in. Yeah, yeah, to creep for in. sure. You gotta take the good stuff and leave the bad stuff. Absolutely. So the origins of Mother's Day, you know, as we celebrate it in the United States, um, it actually started as an anti-war movement, which is pretty interesting. So. The our country was very divided after the Civil War, and Jarvis was the one that you know she organized that group, a Mother's Day Work Club, like I said. But then she went on to kind of evolve that into a Mother's Friendship Day. So she would gather mothers together on both sides, the Union and Confederate side, to promote reconciliation, which makes sense, right? Because mothers don't want to see their sons die in battle or their daughters become widowed or, you know, those types of things. So it started as a very basic need just Mm. to sort of get along and coexist with one another, which is not at all what I expected. (laughs) No, no. The official holiday arose in the 1900s, and it was actually Anna Jarvis's daughter. So following her mother's death in 1905, she kind of conceived Mother's Day as a way of honoring the sacrifices mothers made for their children, which I think is more in line with what we celebrate. What we celebrate today, yeah. Exactly. After gaining the financial backing from a Philadelphia department store owner named John Wanamaker? That's what I read. Wanamaker? Yeah. In May 1908, she organized the first official Mother's Day celebration at the Methodist Church in West Virginia. The same day also saw thousands of people attend a Mother's Day event at one of the Wanamaker's retail stores in Philadelphia, which I feel like is the first time that commercialism crept into Mother's Day. Absolutely. (laughs) And here we are today, and And we'll get to some of those fast facts. But what's interesting about that, so 
while we look at that as, hey, that's a great marketing opportunity, right? Absolutely. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. Well, um, Anna Jarvis was not impressed with, or Ann Jarvis was not impressed with that. She did not like that at all. So even though the first Mother's Day was successful, and she actually never got married or had kids her whole life, yeah. but Mother's Day was like her thing. That was, oh. you know, her pioneering um, event. So she wanted to see it added to the national calendar. Her argument was that American holidays are biased towards male achievements, which, not wrong. So she started a huge letter-writing campaign. She wrote to newspapers. She wrote to prominent politicians. And she was like, we're going to adopt this special day honoring motherhood, right? What's funny about that is a little bit before that time, there's this famous football coach um, named Frank Herring from the University of Notre Dame, and he actually had proposed the idea of Mother's Day before Jarvis. And she, he didn't make a big deal out of a specific day, but he mm-hmm. kind of said, you know, we should have a na- nationwide memorial day to kind of celebrate mothers and motherhood. So even though he didn't suggest a s- specific day or month, he did note that it should probably fall on a Sunday Well, when she found out about that, even though, you know, he kind of did it first, she was like, Mother's Day shouldn't have a father, meaning (laughs) meaning marrying, right? And so she was just all over him saying that, oh, he's kidnapping Mother's Day and he's this bad guy. Um, And I kind of feel bad for him because he was just trying (laughs) to do something nice. But she didn't like the idea of of having her holiday holiday kind of stolen from her. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could be seen as... She's been trying to get this up off of the ground, and if she didn't know it, he had suggested it before, it could look like a man swooping in and sure. yeah. save it, trying to save the day, and right. now all of a sudden people want to do Mother's Day. Right, right. You know? He's trying to mansplain now, Mother's Day. Yeah, now it's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, probably so. <laughs> but even everything she signed, she signed it founder of Mother's Day, because that was like her yeah. identity. By 1912, many states, towns, and churches had adopted Mother's Day as an annual holiday. Jarvis established Mother's Day internationally as a way to help promote her cause. And finally, in 1914, President Woodrow Wilson signed a measure officially establishing the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. So that's yeah. and so here why we are. it is when it is. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. And, you know, Woodrow Wilson wasn't the only president to kind of put his stamp of approval on Mother's Day because Franklin D. Roosevelt, he personally designed a 1934 postage stamp Mm -hmm. to commemorate that day as well, to commemorate Mother's Day. Yeah, that didn't go so well, right? Because she didn't Mm -hmm. like it. (laughs) she's pretty picky she's pretty picky (laughs) she didn't like the design I think she thought it was ugly and so she never got behind it she refused to allow the words Mother's Day to appear on the stamp so she they never did so that's kind of interesting too it is well when you feel like this is your baby I because she didn't have any so she (laughs) this is it yeah I agree yeah Jarvis had initially worked with the floral industry to help raise Mother's Day's profile by 1920, she had become disgusted with how the holiday had been commercialized, and she outwardly denounced the transformation and urged people to stop buying Mother's Day flowers, cards, and candies. But uh, that was not a successful Yeah, obviously, campaign. that was not successful. 
I mean, like like a lot of holidays, you know, you could get wrapped up in the commercialism pretty quickly. And I don't disagree on that part of it, but I think you don't get to choose how people honor honor and their celebrate. Mom, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like I like flowers. I, love I like flowers. chocolate. I'm I not going to turn that flowers. down. <laughs> so it does kind of have a little bit of a sad ending with her because she was so wrapped up in it that she ended up launching countless lawsuits against groups that use the name Mother's Day. She spent most of her personal wealth in legal fees. And by 1944, a Newsweek article came out that she had as many as 33 simultaneously pending Mother's Day lawsuits. Mm, That is a chunk. So by the time of her death in 1948, she disowned the holiday. She lobbied the government to see it removed from the American calendar. And, you know, the poor lady, at this point, she's getting older. You know, she's in her 80s, and her emotional stability is a little in question. And she died penniless at 84 after living the last four years of her life in, like, a sanitarium. So it is a sad ending to a holiday that you wouldn't normally... I you know, know, I know. Think that, but we have to be thankful for well, her, womp, too. Womp. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but she did do a lot to at least get it out there, and I wonder how long uh-huh. it would have taken without her to kind of make an official holiday, yeah. Mother's yeah, Day. Absolutely. And now we honor our mothers. And now we do. With stuff. With stuff. <laughs> well, that brings us to the facts. Facts, Holly. Yeah, it, absolutely. Lay it on us. Give okay. us some fast facts. As of 2014, there were 43.5 million moms in the United States. Yeah. So that's a lot of moms. That's a lot of mamas. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of mamas. Uh-huh. These women are between the ages of 15 and 50 and have collectively mothered 95.8 million children. Yeah. So. So. You're welcome, world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and the first thing a baby can vocalize is the ma sound, which is why in almost every language, the word for mother begins with the letter M or some iteration of the ma sound, unless you're my daughter, who was the dog first, Luna, (laughs) and then Dada, and then Mama. I'm like, who's feeding you, child? (laughs) But yes, so. They're like, let's see how good Dad does. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, my my son, his first word was dad, dad, too. Mm -hmm. Must be close. It's very frustrating. And then he, I don't know about you, but did Aria go through, like, phases of, like, what she called you? Because I was, like, mama, and then he went through a phase where I was mama. (laughs) You're, like, okay. That's kind of like an accent. Yeah, where did that come from? Now I'm mommy. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I was always third on the list for a while. But that flips, too. That flips again. For sure. So, also, there are more phone calls made on Mother's Day than any other day of the year, approximately 122 million. These holiday chats with mom often cause phone traffic to spike by as much as 37%. And if you didn't call your mom, shame, shame, shame. She will pull out the guilt game faster than Uh you can blink. For a long time. I can hear it right now. Yep. Mother's Day spending this year will top $23 billion. And that's according to the National Retail Federation's annual Mother's Day spending survey. Yeah, that's a chunk of change. Yeah. So what are they going to spend it on? The average American spends $180 on mom. So 77% plan to send a greeting card, according to this survey. 
And Hallmark reports that Mother's Day is the third most popular card-sending holiday behind Christmas and Valentine's Day. Every Mother's Day, there are approximately 152 million Mother's Day cards sent. Unless you send it through the post office, then you'll never get it. <laughs> wow, shots fired. I'm bitter. I'm bitter lately about the post office. Might want to might want to send a digital card this year if you want to, or send it now, and maybe she'll get it by next Mother's Day. <laughs> well, now my mom has some fun card sending stories. For instance, she sent me a card one time that she did not address, so it never made it to me. But a couple weeks later, she's like did you get that card I sent you? I'm like, no. And then here it comes back, return to sender in her mail. She never addressed it. <laughs> she just put the she return put the, address. She just put the return address and the envelope That's in hilarious. there. So she's also sent me just the envelope and not the card. <laughs> well, I told you at Christmas, I sent my friend just the envelope oh, yeah. and not the card. Yeah. And I was like, well, that really sums up last year anyway. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Just, just the envelope. Well, 69% of Americans will send mom flowers. So again, after Christmas, Christmas and Hanukkah, more people buy flowers and plants for their moms on Mother's Day than any other holiday. And around a quarter of all the flowers purchased throughout the year are bought for Mother's Day. Wow. So the next bump is the 36% plan to buy mom jewelry. So $4.6 billion was spent on jewelry. So tell me, are you a flower or a jewelry mama? If you could yes. pick one. Yes. To- <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. I wouldn't turn it down. Um, You know, actually, well, I love flowers. So I know there are those people that are like, oh, they're just going to die. Don't get me flowers. Don't waste the money. That is not me. Yeah. You'll take it. I'll take it. I'll enjoy them for a while at last. You know, we usually, uh, when we moved into my house, there's just this little space in our bedroom that, you know, I walked in. We had only been living here for for not very long and Corey had bought some flowers out of the blue and I'm like oh those are so cute that's just like the perfect spot now you're just gonna have to buy flowers all the time because it's gonna look empty right there without them. They're so cheerful. Yeah and they're so cheerful so he does try to keep flowers stopped. That that (laughs) keeps coming yeah well and you know you don't have to buy cut flowers you can always buy potted flowers yeah, so then you don't absolutely. have to worry so much about them yeah. dying I wonder how this yeah, some year some people don't right <laughs> <laughs> well yeah and after our snow we had it's I know. not now very pretty out there pretty, I know. Eh, it's pretty rough so I wonder how this year is going to be different because the National Restaurant Association reports that Mother's Day is the most popular holiday of the entire year to dine out which is why we literally never go out on Mother's Day because it's yeah. just not worth it it's like Valentine's Day mm-hmm. right because nearly half of all Americans will hit a restaurant and in 2018, that's their kind of most recent dates that they have data for, 87 million adults made plans to go to a restaurant for Mother's Day. So I don't know about Gosh. you, but that just is not enjoyable for not me. Not for me. No, not for me at I all. I mean, forget COVID. I just don't want to be crowded <laughs> waiting. Yeah, regardless. Right? I don't want to be Your crowded. I don't want to wait longer. for two hours. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a crowd person, though. Yeah. I'm not a huge crowd person. Not really seem seeming to be worth it for Mother's Day. So yeah. I would much rather have something fixed, special, or brought in, or just celebrate mm-hmm. it on a different day, for that matter, if you want to go out to dinner. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, this fast fact I can get in on is the National Retail Federation, their survey that we are talking about, mm-hmm. said that people will spend about $2 billion on personal service services. So this is like spa treatments for Heck their mothers yeah. or manicures and pedicures and, 
it, that does cost money, but it's a little bit like outside of the box. It's not, you're not going to go to the grocery store and walk in. You know, all the grocery stores have like Mother's Day bouquets right, like right there. Right. Easy to grab while you're getting your eggs. Right. Um, so this is thinking a little bit outside of the box. I will say my very first Mother's Day, my son was two months old, mm-hmm. two and a half months old. And the only thing I wanted was to sleep in. I That's bet. all I want. <laughs> Precious sleep. <laughs> Precious yes. sleep. I'm like, I just want you to quietly take the baby mm-hmm. out of the room and don't just wake me Just give me, me sleep. <laughs> I know. It's amazing how these times have changed now. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, it's different things for different periods in your life. You know, for a long time, you know, Mother's Day, of course I wanted to be with Aria, but now I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like, maybe we've just been together too long this last year, but Mother's Day by myself sounds really sounds nice. amazing. <laughs> I don't mean that, but kind of. I do, I do like the idea of, you know, um, gift certificates for like a pedicure or a manicure mm. or a massage, because then you're also helping local businesses, yeah, right? Particularly yeah, like small that. local businesses mm-hmm. by purchasing things like that. So I always think that's a winner. I and would be I love excited. experiences mm-hmm. for gifts. That's true, because yeah. then you kind of remember it, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that idea. Does your mom listen to this podcast? Can we talk about her? She doesn't listen to this okay. podcast. Okay, so we can, we can talk about her. So what are <laughs> typical things that you get your mom for Mother's Day? How do you guys celebrate? So my mom is the absolute hardest person to buy for. Oh. A hundred and ten percent. So it's not like a situation where you she likes whatever you like. Uh, no, 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 no hard no, no. H- hard no, no. Okay. It's like it's even like she will say, throw hints like, oh, I want this, and then you get it, and by the time Mother Day gets there, she's changed her mind. Oh, she like, doesn't want that anymore. <laughs> she doesn't want that one anymore, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or she wa- or she wanted that one, but then she saw another one kind of similar like that and would rather have that one. But Do you and your sisters go in on something together ever? Have sometimes, you done that? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. I will say that my mom, she's a hard person to buy gifts for, mm-hmm. but super easy. She's an experienced person too. So... That is what I've kind of turned to doing instead of getting her things. Things, yeah. I, you know, we we cook dinner, we have lunch or something like that. And really, like, where she doesn't have to do anything. Do anything. Yeah, work. Yeah. Yeah. And and she really appreciates that. She likes going to the movies. She's like, she likes those kind of experiences. And so sometimes my sisters and I, we get together. And if there's something that we really think that she'll like, go in on something big. But... Otherwise, um, you're on your own. You're on your own. Now, Every tell man me, for themselves. Right? Tell me, when you became a mom, how did your celebration of mother of Mother's Day change with your own mom? So I know for, mm-hmm. for myself or like some of my friends, it was kind of this weird adjustment period because yeah. Mother's Day was always about my mom, mm-hmm. right? Always doting on yeah. her. And, do, and then all of a sudden, it's like, well, hold on. It's my holiday now, it's too. Holiday what do now. I want to yeah. do? But then you don't want to... You know, just kind of give your own mom the short end of the stick there. So that's kind of was like a a weird transitional time, I feel like. Did you have any experience like that? Sure, because my first Mother's Day, I had a two and a half year old. (laughs) So I'm like, two and a half month old. A a two and a half month old, yes. And I was like, I am not cooking for anyone. Mm -hmm. I am not cleaning up for anyone. I am not sleeping in. Like, I love my mom, but... This one's mine. This one's mine. Yeah. 
I call it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it is a little bit harder because it's like, it's your day. And, and, and then also like getting married. Now I have a mother-in-law. Right. To, well, I was going to say, because yeah. sometimes the husband's family, and again, I have a friend, same thing. It was her first Mother's Day and her husband's mom, her mother-in-law, basically called and was like, okay, well, you know, when is he going to come over and spend Mother's Day with me? And she's like, well, hold on a second. Yeah. I, we have a kid together now. Like, I don't think that's how this works. But <laughs> it was uncharted territory, you mm-hmm. know, for everybody. For everybody. Yeah. And kind of awkward. And well, what's the right thing to do? So, yeah, it's it's a big yeah. adjustment. Yeah. We usually just, I mean, we're not big like you have to celebrate on, on the that day, day. type yeah. people. So, you know, we'll do one Mother's Day with one mother – another day with the other mother right and make yeah. sure that it's special for everybody yeah well that's yeah. good and we've combined families before too that's nice too so, when you can do that because you're yeah. close enough in proximity that yeah. you can do that yeah, yeah. and nice. and you all apparently like each other which is also we do plus. like each other sometimes <laughs> we do all like each that other. doesn't work out either <laughs> um so we were talking about you know experiences and unique yeah. gifts and you mentioned flowers and i'm always going to default back to um that flower subscription from flower hill farm yeah and I, it's about to get started it is Yes. So I love Flower Hill Farm. I've been following them on Instagram Mm -hmm. and they're just like, it's fun to hear the their backstory. Yeah, it's totally a family business, which is it awesome. Is. They get everybody out there. It's really cool. But what's what's cool is on ETX store, you can actually get a subscription to their flowers, which is like something we need here at the Fornicay household. Like I said, <laughs> I'll I'm, drop that hint on the way out the yeah, door. I've got I've got this spot that needs flowers every right? so often. So what you what you get when you sign up for the Flower Hill Farm subscription is you receive two fresh cut flower bouquets per month from June to October. So that's five months of flowers, ten bouquets all locally grown and harvested blooms, and they come straight to your door. Right. And so that's really cool. It's a thoughtful gift. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Well, and let me tell you, I've bought several flower arrangements um, recently for various reasons, and they're expensive. They are. And they often do not look like the picture that you picked out (laughs) online. These flowers, you guys, are gorgeous I mean they're the Mm -hmm. stuff that well moss um, purchases from them wholesale so they're the flowers that are what you would see you know in a Instagram feed and be like whoa yeah. those are amazing yeah I they're mean, local they're huge unique, variety super cute yeah they're not your grocery store bouquets, bouquets but they're grocery store prices to be honest which is awesome yeah so yeah. that's huge I highly recommend that they include the delivery in the subscription mm-hmm. price which is amazing so you can even go on there and buy that subscription and get an email notification where you can download a little gift certificate so you could just print that out for mom so that would be pretty yeah, nice that's really nice so I like that idea Well, let me give, I always like to give my little tip for any men who are listening to this. Do not, do not, 100%, do not get your lady one of those online shipping flower box. Like, what's one of those? Oh, like like the roses or something? Like a dot com, like, what is it? Flowers.com. Right, right. Okay, I'm throwing them out there. Don't come after me. I know, right. Um, flower, like those, flowers.com, because... Like the 1-800-Flowers. Yes, 1-800-Flowers. Yes. You may not know this. They come in a box that 
most of the time the flowers have not bloomed yet because they're being shipped mm-hmm. from some other country who knows probably. where. Yeah. Yeah. So they have to be buds mm-hmm. so that they're not dead by right. the time they get to your house. Right. Okay. They're not cut. They're not put in a in a You're right. Phase. Yes. So they have thorns. They typically. have thorns. Yeah. So so you're giving your lady this right a th- project a project yeah. to do and don't stab yourself while you're trying on Mother's to Day arrange yeah. your own flowers. I know. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I've seen those before, and you think, oh look, two dozen roses. What a oh, great yeah. deal. It's only that. Yeah. Mm-mm. 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 Don't do don't it. Don't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do not want to open up a box of responsibility on my thank day. you thank <laughs> you I love that that's a good point and we have a lot of things you know of course I'm always going to promote um, our local vendors on ETX store because a lot of them are mothers and Absolutely. they're doing this you know it's their side they're hustling exactly yeah. so you know what with, better way yeah. to celebrate Mother's Day than supporting a another mother? mom yeah. I agree completely so I know Wiggly Designs has some awesome signs that she just makes me laugh I mean she has one that says dear mom I get it now I'm like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good yeah. one my mom likes to <laughs> shove that one down sometimes yeah um, or the sometimes I open my mouth and my mother comes out <laughs> yeah that's a good one yeah. too so yeah. there's really fun ones there we have plenty of stuff for foodie mom which I would yes. I would put myself in that category yeah, I, yeah. you're not going to go wrong buying mm-hmm. me some awesome cookies or coffee or, or jam jam it jam yes oh my love goodness. her they're so good and then we have you know like the I think it would go great if you got mom like a massage gift certificate or a spa oh, day yeah. and then you could buy her one of the candles yeah. or soaps or that we have online too on ETX store so yeah, everything from home goods make um, a little basket yeah I love that and it would be local especially I mean I think a lot of moms too appreciate that hand-picked item it's not from a big box store yeah so I would say get online and get that shopping done yeah it's creeping up here isn't that isn't that true so just around the corner I feel like Gosh, this year is already going by so fast. I know. I know. It's what, that's what happens when you're a mom. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. For Mother's Day, do you have any marketing tips for those businesses out there that are targeting, I say that not in a bad way, but right. targeting mothers and maybe husbands and dads for Mother's Day? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, we've talked about this before. I think partnerships are a great thing. You know, it's like if you know a local business that is maybe doing pedicures or, Mm -hmm. you know, facials or something, if you drop by or send them an email, because, you know, we're all still Mm -hmm. kind of towing the line on what's appropriate showing up at someone's door. But definitely I would say, hey, I sell soap, candles, massage oil, whatever it is, and it would really go well with what you're doing. Would you like to hop online and do Mm -hmm. a quick, little promo do you want to do a giveaway do you want to do because that's when people are really looking and they're looking to discover new things yes so if you want to get a new product out there you know exposed to more people yeah that's a good idea or Mm -hmm. or, you know exclusive products are always like super popular I know that's Mm -hmm. that's always super popular Mm -hmm. to market and then how do you feel about you know experiences or restaurants or something like that offering discounts for mother for mom Heck on yeah, Mother's Day because you know she's Come not going to go by herself unless it's me but you know she's <laughs> yeah, going to bring other people you don't want to celebrate with other people right right <laughs> 
<laughs> you and I will go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Holly and I are going to take the day off for Mother's Day together. Um, no, I think that's a great idea. I do. Yeah. And I think bringing attention, if you're a mom and you're a small business, bring attention to that. Right. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. capitalize on that for fact. Sure. Like as a mom, I know what moms want. So take it from me. Yeah. It's, it gives you a little opportunity to tell your backstory, your story, become mm-hmm. a, a, the face of your business a little bit more. Get on that personal level. Storytelling is so important in marketing. Absolutely. Especially, especially when you're talking about small local businesses. Agreed. Yeah. That, because that's what makes you special, right? Mm-hmm. That's what makes you stick out above the chain stores and and often you know handmade items cost more yep. than going to your big box sure. chain but it costs more because you know it's locally sourced products right. it's handmade it's and those things are the things that you really need to hop up in your marketing and your right. social media on your Instagram and stuff like that just like i said about the the flower um, hill farm mm-hmm. following them on Instagram. You know, I see she has her whole family out right. there in the dirt. It you makes know? you feel good it when does. you're buying from a local person like that. So I think that's huge. And definitely don't be afraid to, if, if you're kind of timid about putting yourself out there on social media, I get that you don't have to put on a big, you know, here's five pictures of me and different yeah. outfits. And this is what <laughs> doesn't have to be that way, but it could be a heartfelt message you know, yeah. to your customer your potential customers yeah I stress out about that a lot on my personal pages like what (laughs) what should I put or Mm -hmm. comparing myself to what other people are putting Mm -hmm. and I've just really gotten to the point that I'm like what feels good yeah you know if just sharing a couple of sentences that's me and authentic Mm -hmm. is what I'm gonna do yes that's better than that feels better than forcing something sure that's not me sure and, yeah. and that's what people connect to and right? people that's see the, through it anyways oh yeah I for mean sure. we've yeah. all you know scrolled through posts and you're like yeah mm-hmm, yeah right, right. <laughs> <laughs> how's that filter treating you <laughs> I mean and not that you if you whatever makes you feel better but at the same time there's something to be said that solidarity and that common ground of like we're all in this together absolutely right? sure you know, it's okay to post a picture your hair is not perfect or right sure. we're, we're all gonna cut you some slack here so <laughs> especially on mother's day especially on mother's day that's right we're gonna put that gift guide together to make it even easier so i mean right now you have safe bets anywhere you go on etx store or shop For with sure. any vendor you're you're gonna have a good experience but we will put together a little guided shopping experience. So maybe take some of the guesswork out. If you know your mom loves to cook or entertain, mm-hmm. if you know she loves to, you know, garden, we're going to make it easier on you. Yeah. So be on the lookout in the next coming weeks for that gift guide on etxstore.com. And, you know, I kind of want to hear from our audience, like, what they do for Mother's Day. Yeah, what I'm their a, perfect day looks like. Yeah, so that way, you know, helps get you some ideas. On, yeah, oh, definitely. That's a really cool idea, you know. Yeah, please yes message no. us. You can uh, message us on Instagram. You can message us on Facebook. Or you can go to the website, etxpodcast.com, and there's a little spot there that you can send us a note. Yeah, we love to keep the conversation going, and we love to share your stories with our listeners when we get them in. And funny stories, too. Don't be shy. Yeah, funny stories. I mean, we would love. That. I bet there's some great some Mother's good Mother's Day, Day stories. I'm sure out there. So yeah, make sure you're following us on all the social media 
platforms. We release a new episode every other week, so be on the lookout. Make sure you subscribe to our channel, and until next time, it's it's all good in the Piney Woods. Woods.